0: So today I wanted to talk with you all about how Jesus is praying for you. You know, many times we have our own internal issues, whether it's fear that we're dealing with, anxiety, um, just weaknesses, or maybe we're going through something right now in our lives that is very stressing, it's painful, right? But whatever it is, I want you guys to come out of this video remembering that you have a high priest who is Jesus, who is praying on your behalf. Hebrews 4, 14 to 16 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in need. And so here in Hebrews four, we see that Jesus is our great, High Priest, who is seated right next to the Lord in His throne, and He is interceding for us. And this is so important for us to grasp because when we understand that Jesus is our High Priest who is praying on our behalf, it gives us hope that we can go through this, that we can change, that God is here and He lives within us, right, as well. The Holy Spirit dwells within us to empower us to walk into who He created us to be. And many times, you know, like, Whenever you see maybe your pastor or someone that you really admire in the ministry, you usually want them to pray for you or family or friends. And that's okay. You know, my, my, I, myself, you know, I love um, having just a community of strong, you know, sisters in Christ who are praying for me. That's important. But when we know that Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is our high priest, he's actually praying on our behalf and interceding for us, that should do something in our hearts where we no longer have to give up on hope on ourselves. Right, Or maybe you're in a place right now where there's a family member, a friend that you know, and you just feel like you've lost hope in them. Right, Continue to know that Jesus hears your prayers and He's also interceding on your behalf. right? And that just changes the game when we see that He is our high priest who not only cleanses us and purifies us, but He also empowers us with grace and with His mercy to be able to walk into who He created us to be. I want to go back into verse 15 here in Hebrews 4. It says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, right? Jesus was, of course, he was God. He was 100% God, but he was also 100% human. When he came on this earth, he came in the flesh. And so he experienced all the pains that we have, right? Here says he can emphasize with our very weaknesses because he too was human, right? It even says in scripture that after he got baptized, He got led into the wilderness and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And afterwards, he was hungry. So he was like us. He could have feelings. He has emotions. He knows how we feel when we are going through pain, when we're going through suffering, when we're worried. And the reason why Jesus had to come in the flesh is because he is called to be our high priest. And if you look back into the Old Testament during the Levitical times of the priest, priests were there to represent men. To god they were like the mediator and they are there to represent men well jesus had to come in the flesh so that he can understand our needs so that he can be an effective high priest for us to understand what we've experienced to understand what we are going through hebrews 2 14 and 16 says since the children have flesh and blood which is us he too shared in their humanity so that his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death that is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but Abraham's descendants, which is also us. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sin of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, He is able to help those who are being tempted. So here we can see that Jesus had to come in the full flesh so that he can understand our pains, right? And right here to another reason why, so that he could defeat death, right? Because we lost access to eternal life the moment Adam and Eve sinned. And so for Jesus to overcome death, he had to go through death. And the only way to go through death is to be like us, being made by flesh, being a human. And so we have Jesus who not only set us free to have eternal life, but he, we also have Jesus who now can actually pray for us and intercede for us in a place that will bring us victory, in a place that will bring us freedom. You know, many times I feel like whenever we're going through like weaknesses or sin habits, it can be easy for us to be like, well, I'm afraid I might go back right even for myself you know god's been doing so much heart work in me with my whole anxiety issue that i've had and there has been times where like i've doubted like god what if i really am not healed what if i turn back and fall into anxiety and maybe for you you're not struggling with anxiety but it could be lust it could be pornography whatever it is it can ease um, we can easily just be afraid that you know what if i go back or like what if i can never change but we have to understand that first of all like we have jesus who's interceding before us right and he Right here, it says here, going back to Hebrews 4, it says, Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Like there is grace, guys, from the Lord to help us to walk out righteousness, to walk out the way that God actually intended to create us, to be pure, holy, and blameless. Right? Like when Jesus died on the cross, yes, he covered our sins. Right? But I want to talk a little bit about the difference between transgression and iniquity so in isaiah 55 sorry isaiah 53 5 it says jesus was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed so first of all jesus was pierced for our transgression what is a transgression a transgression is you willfully choosing to do something wrong right like you choosing to not obey god's word and then it says here also right there afterwards he was crushed for iniquities So our iniquities is our sin nature. Like no matter how good you may be doing, like some people think like, well, can't you be right with God if you just do good things? The problem is we were born into sin. When Adam and Eve sinned, we all ultimately came from that line and we are sinful, no matter how nice we treat our neighbors, no matter if we don't lie or steal, right? Our sin nature, that's our iniquity. So Jesus came to cleanse us, right? He is a spotless lamb and God himself had to redeem us because he is the only thing in the world that is perfect, that is good, and that is spotless by his spotless blood. That's why it says here in First Peter 1, 18 and 19, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, Like guys, like we've been redeemed not by just like gold or silver. Like, yes, those are valuable, but we've been redeemed by something greater than that. And that's the precious blood of Jesus. So Jesus cleanses our iniquities, but he also washes our transgressions. So there may be time where maybe you fall into sin, but we don't have to be worried like, oh my gosh, like I don't know if I'm saved now. Like when Jesus died on that cross, He made a decision to cover every sin that we've made, right, our sinful nature and our transgressions. But the good news that I wanna tell, that I wanna emphasize to you guys right now is that Jesus also came to empower us to be able to live a life of righteousness, to be able to walk in our new creation in Him. Right? The old, um, 1 Corinthians talks about how the old is gone and the new is here. We are now a new creation in Christ. And so when we're walking in Him, we get to actually walk out His fullness of who He is. Romans 6, 15 to 18. I love what this says right here. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey your heart, the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Like guys, like now because of Je- now that because we are in Christ, because Jesus has made atonement for us, and because He has made a way for us to be redeemed, we have now been set free from sin to be slaves to righteousness. So because Jesus is our High Priest, this doesn't mean that now that the law is gone, you know, we're, we're not justified based on the law, but because Jesus came, we still are now abiding and upholding the law, but now we're actually able to do it because Christ lives in us, right? He's not only cleansed us of our iniquities, but He's also empowered us to be slaves to righteousness. Like that's why you guys, you know, when you're doing something wrong, you feel conviction in your heart, right? That's the Holy Spirit perfecting you. He has given us his spirit in us and he is daily praying for us. Scripture even says that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, even though we don't know what we ought to pray for, right? This is the power of acknowledging and knowing the truth that we don't have to subject ourselves to the fear and lie of the enemy, saying we'll never be able to live who God created us to be. We're gonna be stuck with the pain and the wounds in our hearts. Right, we can understand that when we come to Jesus, we can come to Him and ask the Lord, Lord, help me. Give me grace to be able to walk in healing. Help me to forgive those who have hurt me, God. Help me to be able to forgive my spouse if my spouse has hurted me. Like We can actually come to Jesus because He is our high priest. He came for us. Right? He not only redeemed us and made us pure and holy before the Lord, but He's also interceding us for areas in our lives that we are weak. So I would encourage you guys to really meditate on Hebrews, like read Hebrews two through seven and eight. There's such great chapters that talk about Jesus being our high priest. And you know, Jesus is the greatest priest overall. If you were born under the Levitical line, like Moses or Aaron, you are called to be a priest. And the priest's duty was to make atonement for people, right? When people did sins, they would have to offer sin sacrifices or sin offerings before the Lord to redeem them. But because Jesus came, he removed the old priesthood system, and now he is the ultimate priest, which is why Jesus was born from the line of Judah and not the line of the Levites, because the Levites were known as the the priesthoods. But Jesus here is a representation of the high priest of Melchizedek, And when you read here in hebrews 7 17 it says god says you are a priest forever he's talking to jesus you are a priest forever in the order of melchizedek and when you read in hebrews it even talks about how you know um kind of like what we do now we give our tithes to the church in the old testament you had to give a tenth of what you had to the priest if you read in genesis 14 here you can see that abraham actually gave his 10 percent to the high priest and melchizedek And so here Melchizedek represents Jesus. He is higher and above all the priests that we've had, right? Back then the priests, they had to use animals that wasn't sufficient, right? They couldn't live forever. They would die. But Jesus is our priest forever because he lives forever and he is a spotless lamb, which is why Hebrews 7, 23 to 25 says, now there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office because people die. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. Right, there's that word again, Jesus is interceding for us. And then when you read on in 26 to 28, such a high priest truly meets our need. One who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above heavens. Unlike the other priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day. It's talking about Jesus. For, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people he sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. So it says here in verse 28, for the law appoints as high priests men and all their weakness. So that's back then the old priesthood, you know, they would appoint priests, but they still had weaknesses. But now through the promise of God, but the oath, which came after the law, appointed the son, Jesus, who has been made perfect forever. And so guys, like now in this new system of grace, we have Jesus who is on our behalf right? We can walk every single day knowing that we are in good hands. And if you are struggling right now in a place of just worry, anxiety, you're holding along to just heaviness in your heart, maybe there's certain areas in your life where you just feel like it's so hard for you to forgive someone. Or maybe you're just in a place of just you're just being so angry. Give it to God, right? That's why in this verse, 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Right, like the fact that Jesus is praying for us, guys, shows that God loves us. I mean, scripture even says in Romans that while we we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Like God showed his love by sending Jesus even when we were a sinner. So that from there we can already see looking at the cross that Jesus loves us, but also knowing that he's interceding and praying for us shows that we can actually come to God and trust him with our issues. You know, like um this was a few a few weeks back when I had recorded my previous podcast, I was sharing how I was dealing with a lot of unforgiveness and I had no idea like what to do with it. And I was telling God, like, God, I know this is wrong, but I don't know what to do with it. And literally God said, give it to me, right? Because when we hand our issues to God, when we hand our burdens, when we when we hand to Him our anger, our unforgiveness, it's no longer upon us to carry. Jesus is now carrying it for us. And that's the only way for us to release our fears. The only way to run away from fear is to give it to God, right? There's no other place, or there's no other thing that we can do in our lives to get rid of that fear. The only solution is Jesus. We have to be able to trust our lives in his hands. The fears that you're holding on to, I would encourage you to give Jesus your greatest fears. Don't walk with them. We were not created to carry these burdens. Right, that's what Jesus says, come all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. We were never meant to carry the burdens of this world. The burdens of the situations that we're carrying or our fears. Like. Give all your fears to Jesus so that you can actually walk in a place of rest. So I encourage you right now to just think back. You know, what are some fears that you're thinking about or that you that the enemy tries to put in your minds and your thoughts? Right? Give your fears to Jesus. And it can be scary to give our fear away. I think that's the thing that we want to just hold on to our fear. But what's the use of holding on to the fear? You can't save yourself. You can't control your life. But God can, God has control, and you know that God is for your good. The fact that He died on the cross so that you can have eternal life. Like if God gave everything to Jesus, right? He didn't spare just spare his son, but he gave his son to you. Would he not withhold anything else good from you? So we can trust, right? We can entrust our greatest fears in the hands of the Lord. And we can walk in a place of peace. We can walk in the new creation that God has created us to be. I wanna end our time together with Romans 8, 26 to 28. In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. These two verses are verses that we need to read together. Because you know, we we know the verse in Romans 8 28 that in all things God works together for the good of those who love him. But the reason why is if you read before that, the Holy Spirit is interceding for us, right? The Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance to the will of God. And so I would encourage you guys like don't be in a place where you're worried about your future, or you're worried what's to come, or you're constantly worried if you're in the will of God. Right? Like, know that Jesus is there praying for you, interceding for you, so that you would walk in the will of God. Where right? there's even a scripture that says, he who started a good work in you will finish it and bring it to completion. And so if you're in a place where you're like striving or you're worried, that's not the fruit of the spirit. You know, the fruit of the spirit is peace. And so we know that we're in right standing with God when we have peace. And this doesn't mean that we don't pray or ask God for direction in our lives. But ultimately, if we're doing that and we still feel afraid and doubtful, then maybe we haven't just completely trusted it to God. Because sometimes we won't know everything about our lives. Like think about Joseph. He's one of um, just a few in the Bible that I love talking about because God gave him a vision that he was going to be raised up in authority. He had many dreams of his brothers buying down and many other people. But literally, like after that, like he got sent to prison. Like imagine what's going on in his mind. He's probably thinking like, okay, how do I actually make God's promise for me happen? But he didn't spend time worrying about that. He just made sure that he was focused on being faithful to the Lord each and every day. And so focus on just being faithful to God, right? And don't worry about like the things that, you know, maybe God has given you promises or prophetic words. Like God will bring that to pass because we have a high priest who is for us. We have Jesus who is praying for us and the Holy Spirit lives inside of us to empower us to walk in the will of God. And so I pray that our talk today would just give you peace to know who is for you, that Jesus is for you. And even though you're in a place right now where you feel like you have no support, where you don't feel confident of your future, know that you have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who is for you. And so i love to pray for you guys right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening right now, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just remind them, God, that you are with them, Lord, that you are for them, and that, God, you are literally seated in the throne, God, next to the Lord, God, and you are praying on our behalf, and we never have to worry about our lives or, or worry about the, the, even the bad circumstances that we're in. We know that you're faithful, and we can continue to partner, God, with you and your authority by our words, by our faith, God. Help us to be people of faith, to so not give in to fear. I just feel like this is a time where God is saying to his bride, to the body of Christ, that stop fearing. This is not the time to fear, but the time to know who you are in me and to know the authority that you have. And to know that he is literally like for us, you know, we are his people. And so God, I just pray right now, whoever is listening, if they have been tolerating fear, that fear would die, God, in the name of Jesus. That you're the revelation of who you are, would just cut out and like dismiss all those fears that the enemy's trying to scare them with, God. Because that's all the enemy has, is he can only scare us with lies, God. That's why you say in your word, when we resist you, God, the enemy has to flee because when we submit to you, God, and we speak our truth, the enemy has nothing else on us, he has to flee. So I pray for peace right now to enter all hearts that are listening right now, God, and that you would reveal yourself more and more, God, as our Messiah, as our, our, as our Savior, Lord, and as our High Priest. So we thank you, God, in your name I pray, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this, and don't forget to share this, you never know who may be blessed by this, And if you're listening on the podcast please don't forget to also leave a review when you leave a review you also give opportunities for people to hear more of our podcasts and be able to be reached Um, and lastly as well if you have been blessed by living revelations and our you know our blog posts our videos and podcasts um, please pray about also giving to our ministry or even donating or partnering as well we have a lot of projects in store that are coming up we're wanting to give more resources to you guys, and so this will help us to be able to fund and continue to just spread the good news of Jesus all around the world and to disciple others as well. And like I said beforehand, we also have online Bible studies where my husband leads the men and I lead the women's group. And so if you're interested in getting plugged in, um, we have some Bible study online Bible studies that happen each week. So if you would like more information, you could email me at info at So I pray that you guys have been blessed by this, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.